Welcome to episode 143 of Vegas Revealed. We are there on opening night of Awakening at the Win Las Vegas. Our thoughts on the new spectacular show. Las Vegas, Keith Urban here. I'm so excited to announce our brand new residency opening this March at Zappos Theater. Country star Keith Urban announces an all-new residency. Hear what we know about it. Plus, it's time to get brunched by an angel. How to dine with the departed at a one-of-a-kind residency at the Palms. And a new restaurant and a new experience you may want to check out a little bit off the strip. All that coming up on Vegas Revealed. But first, we want to tell you about a new app that is going to change your Las Vegas experience. It's called Vegas Near Me. It's now officially launched in the App Store on Apple. You do need iOS 16 running on your phone in order to use it, so keep that in mind. Think of Vegas Near Me as kind of a concierge in your pocket. You'll find more than 16,000 Las Vegas businesses and activities there. And instead of reviews, Vegas Near Me has compiled thousands of Las Vegas-related YouTube channels and podcasts like Vegas Revealed so that you can hear about and see real-life experiences at the places you're searching. You watch and listen all inside the app. And what I really love is that Vegas Near Me takes pride in the fact that the hours of business listed in the app are correct. There is nothing worse than making a trip somewhere only to find out it's closed. That won't happen with Vegas Near Me. Use our Vegas Revealed link that we provided down in our show notes to download Vegas Near Me to your phone right now. It's taken six years and a team of more than 40 people around the world to develop Vegas Near Me. Download and don't forget to use our link in the show notes. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. Let's spin that wheel. Welcome to episode 143 of Vegas Revealed. Sean McAllister here along with Dana Roselli. And the holiday season is here, Dana. I just saw half a Christmas tree up at the mall. (laughs) Half a Christmas tree. Half a Christmas tree. Well, I went to Macy's before my trip to London, and it's all decked out in Christmas decor. Is it really? It It really is. The Macy's at Fashion Show Mall. Yep. Jeez. Isn't that unbelievable? It gets earlier and earlier and earlier. And like... And I know uh, there's at least one radio station here in Las Vegas that's already playing Christmas music 24-7. They do that every year. Some people love it. They do. Over at the shops at Crystal's, they did a Christmas tree lighting over there. They've got a Swartzky crystal uh, tree over there. Absolutely beautiful. That's right next to Aria at City Center. If you want to go check that out, if you're coming into Vegas over the holidays, it's stunning. And then uh, coming up in our tips... At the end of the podcast, you want to stick around because we have another uh, holiday pop-up activity mm-hmm. that uh, you'll mm-hmm. definitely enjoy. I know I'm looking forward to it, it. It's very unique. Let's put it that way, right? It is. And just a quick shout out to everyone that's been writing us messages lately, telling us that they're listening to the podcast, giving us tips on things they want to hear about. It's been so helpful. Had one of our listeners send us an article about Adele and her residency, it, that was in the Financial Times, uh, had someone write us and say, yes, we do want to hear a podcast that includes like affordable things to do in Vegas if you're coming in from out of the country because they come for a longer period of time. Like they make right. a whole 10-day, 12-day trip out of it. 
and um, are looking forward to learning more about some like fancy dinners that are a little bit more affordable, like not so crazy. And we've already been bouncing ideas off each other, but we're going to need to sit down and plan that one out. So that will be coming soon. It will. Um, Something else that is now available for everyone to go and experience is the new show Awakening over at Win Las Vegas. We've been talking about this and we have finally gone to see it on the premiere night and wow. Yeah, right? Wow. People keep saying, how was it? I say, you got to listen to the podcast. But then my one answer is stunning. It is. You know? The production was just as over the top and incredibly technical and visually stunning as I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. We went to, like you said, opening night, premiere night. There was a great party beforehand and cocktails and food for days and a great crowd of people. Uh, The producers and creators were there. Then we went in to watch the show and, you know, they had told us that they kept the theater in the round, but they made some, obviously some major changes too, but still that theater when I walked in, I was like, this is, and I'll still say it, it's my favorite theater. There's not a bad seat. There isn't. I mean, because all that's in front of you is the stage. Right. It's just, it was great. And the way the show worked, it was like things were like spinning and turning. And so you never, you never missed anything. It just depended, you know, what side you were sitting on of like someone came out in a corner if they were on your side or the other side, but it was like, you could look straight ahead and see someone on the other side, or you could look to your left and they would be next to you. So it's just a beautiful theater. They kept it just as beautiful. Um, added the little speakers next to our ears. So when you sit in your seat, you'll see like something coming out right near your ear and it's the sound system they were talking about. Yeah, and they did make an announcement before the show to explain to you that uh, if you lean forward in your seat, you're not going to hear some of the little audio effects that are coming through those speakers that are on either side. So they were like, you know, you don't have to like press yourself to the back of the seat, right? But, you know, sit back, make sure you're between those speakers so that you get the full audio experience that they've designed. Right. Um, It was beautiful, and we can get more into detail about that. The one takeaway that I think you, me, uh, the people we were with, other people we were chatting with on the way out, um, just a little constructive, I guess, criticism, and I don't even know if it's criticism. We did say we felt like the storyline was a little hard to follow. I felt like I was still trying to figure out exactly what was happening through the entire show. Um... And other people agreed, but then, Sean, you have a great tip to go along with that because you said, hey, I flipped through the program after the show and... And it, in one or two sentences, explains what's going on in every scene of the show. Right. And after I read that, I mean, it took less than two minutes to flip through and read it, and I probably should have done that as I sat down in my seat, but we just came from the, the cocktail party and I wasn't in a, yeah, I wasn't thinking about sitting down to read the program. Well, and I don't think anyone was because we might, we might also want to add the show was supposed to start at a certain time, but by the time everyone was getting out of the party, there was a delay. They had made an announcement like, don't worry, we're not going to start until this time. I think it was supposed to start at seven 15 and then it didn't start till about seven 40, which was fine. But I think because of that, the little bit of a backup and a little bit of the rush to get to our seats and get situated, a lot of people might not have flipped through the program before the show. Right. So that is my tip. If you 
Just make sure when you go to awakening, take the time when you go and sit down, make sure that you have time to flip through and just read that little synopsis about each scene because it is great supplemental mm-hmm. information to what is going on in front of you. And there is narration throughout that explains the storyline as well. Yeah. But these little descriptions, it was like, got it. Right. Yes. I mean, and Anthony Hopkins narrates it, which was great. And, and we did look up price point, right? And it starts at like 114. The 114, I believe, was the yeah. Yeah, the where the prices start for tickets. But again, there's no bad seat in that theater. No. And I know the one of the producers on the way out was saying, give me your feedback. I mean, they're going to make adjustments. They're going to take feedback like this yep. and probably continue to make it better. I feel like all the shows in Las Vegas kind of start out one way and then, you know, make tweaks and then they kind of have another unveiling and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a major improvement. But, you know, when you're putting something together of that magnitude, but it was stunning. The sound effects, the lights, that glass stage. Oh my gosh. And the, the layering. stage is phenomenal. It it makes the way that they maneuver the stage during the show, it does make you feel like you're going into these different realms mm-hmm. of of being. That's part of the show going through different realms of the elements mm-hmm. and the stage does a fantastic job the the large scale uh, puppetry characters that are in this show Unreal. are phenomenal. The whale the whale, the whale <laughs> that, that swims crazy. around the entire theater. I mean, there's a, an entire underwater scene that really makes you feel like you are underwater. Yeah, it was visually just Stunning. incredible. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah, it really, really was. It was like I don't know, you were transported to another place and a pretty large cast when they came out uh, to do the curtain call all at the same time at the end. And incredible dancers, performers, acrobats. They It was a extremely talented cast all the way around. It really was. I really liked that like little samurai-ish scene. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool with the light-up sticks and... Kind of lightsabery yeah. kind of thing. Sound effects kind of cool. went with it, and I thought the the soundtrack, I guess, is what you would call it, that went along it was was good. It was like heart pounding. It was, and you know what it made me think about the the way that they have uh, the way that they use video screens and lighting and music throughout the show. It kind of felt like that was pulling from the influence that Wynn has had in the nightlife arena. Mm-hmm. There, there were some definite like nightlife, nightclub kind of effects that made me go, okay, this is like building pace and yeah. building energy. Mm-hmm. And it was, that was really yeah. fantastic. It was, it was. Listen, if you go to the show, there's no doubt you're going to love it and you're going to be uh, taken back by the visuals and the way that this whole production was put together. It's absolutely beautiful. We hope everyone gets a chance to go see it and just be inside this theater and have a great night because, you know, the whole experience is really, you know, what you want when you come to spend money on a Vegas show. And I think that theater mixed in with the the visuals, the production, the actual show itself is great. I think, like you said, Sean, read through the program ahead of time, and that will definitely help. Yes. And I've had a, a couple cast members actually uh, 
write to me on Instagram after some of the videos that that we put out yeah. on our Vegas Revealed account. Um, and they were like, so what did you think? What did you think? And so I know all of the cast and crew, everybody who's worked so hard to open the show, now that it's finally open, really eager to to hear the, the feedback mm-hmm. and see how their hard work is paying off. So congratulations to everyone involved. Yeah. State of the art show. That's for sure. If you want to come see something, you probably will not see anywhere else. Go to Awakening at the Win. The Win always does it right. We have some music news to share that we're pretty darn excited about. Keith Urban, country superstar, coming back to Vegas with an all-new residency. I know. This is great because Keith has performed at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace many, many times. But now he's got kind of like his own thing going at Zappos. I mean, that was his own thing too, but this is more of like... I guess, a show that's going to be fitted for Zappos Theater. You know, something he's going to be able to create and do continuously. Yes. I Over at uh, the Coliseum, where Keith's last show was, um, that was the first show that reopened the Coliseum after they did all those renovations. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Keith's show reopened the Coliseum and that was a great show. Great mm-hmm. energy. He is just such an incredible live performer. Right. And so his many voice people. is great. The music is great. He brings great energy to the stage. He has fun with the audience. Um so having him over at Zappos Theater and we know the Zappos Theater is kind of like a party theater. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so I think he's going to have a great time over there putting a show together that is like a big party. Right. And he's doing 16 dates, you know, to start, because he could extend, but they're like March through July 1st. So he's going to be busy over there doing this over and over. And I love how many country artists are going into Zappos lately, too. I mean, because Shania was over there, and then Miranda Lambert now has a residency, and now Keith Urban. Yeah. I We need a, a big old honky-tonk. <laughs> We need a honky-tonk residency. With all of them, and right? And have a rotate. I've long said... I know you have. Whether it's called a Grand Ole Opry residency or just a honky-tonk, we need a residency where it's just a rotating roster of country stars who come and play when they're available. And that would be so much fun. Mm-hmm. It really would. But we do love the, the solo yeah. <laughs> acts that have their True. own residencies, too. And I feel like a lot of shows have been announced for March just this week. In the last week, everyone's like, March, March, March. So it looks like things are really going to be kicking up with a little bit of change and new shows coming in and, uh, you know, the ones that kind of revolve in the March time period of 2023. Yep. We've definitely got a lot of new entertainment coming to Las Vegas in the new year, which I love. And speaking of that, um, this is something you don't hear of every day. Now, brunch has always kind of been a thing, right? In Las Vegas and everywhere, really. Yeah, and it's become way more popular over the last few years. Here in Vegas, we've seen a lot of drag brunches Mm -hmm. popping up. That's been kind of the latest wave of the brunch experience. But now there's something even more different than that. Yeah, Sean, have you ever dined with The Departed? I have not. 
Well, we don't know really. Well, I right? guess yeah. I guess it could have been around us the whole time. Someone could have bellied up to the bar next to me. <laughs> well, now th- this is a way you can find out who is in the room. It's a one of a kind brunch. It's taking place over at the Palms. Now it may be too late to go this weekend, but there are dates in December and January too. We went over to the Palms to find out what brunched by an angel is all about. So, Dana, we're here at the Palms now with Shane Farley, producer of Brunch by an Angel, along with Lorianne Manns, one of the psychic mediums at the show. And, uh, Shane, I want to start with you. What can people expect from Brunch by an Angel? What's the experience going to be like? Well, first of all, it's going to be amazing. That's number one. The space that we're in at Chaos is gorgeous. The food is fantastic. And imagine imagine sitting down at a meal and being visited by, like, a grandmother who passed or somebody really special in your life. That It's going to happen all the entire show from top to bottom. So just, just think, like, you are having French toast and you're drinking a mimosa and... Um, a friend that you haven't seen in a long time stops by to give you a message, and that's what's going to be happening. I mean, I can only imagine that. I mean, I know that there have been shows similar to that, but this is a whole experience with the brunch and the different time of day, and I feel like maybe even, do you feel like sometimes people's even mindset is a little bit different um, when you're doing kind of an afternoon thing like that, and you're coming and you're mingling with friends and you're eating? Is it, does it bring in anything else, Lorianne? I think it depends on the openness of all the people that are there. You know, the openness, if you're open, you're opening up yourself to have any experience of any kind, really. And being with Brunch by an Angel, you have three mediums on a stage. Your odds are much better to get a reading than if you're going to see someone one singular medium, okay? And then you have, you know, what, 300, 400 people there. You're going to do maybe, as a medium, you're only going to do 12 connections. Well, now you're going to be, we're going to be doing, what, 30 to 50? I mean, your odds, this is Vegas, so your odds are much better coming to the show, getting your reading at that type of a cost with three of the best mediums in the world. Well, and I can only imagine emotions are high during some, I mean, do you see it all? I mean, people that laugh, do you cry, all of it? Yes, you see it all. Um, it's, it's supposed to be really healing. Um, so you, you, know, you have to be careful as a medium because you have to watch and be careful of the person that's getting that reading and watch the state they're in as you're giving him the evidence because it can really, it can really crack in a good way and really allow that person to heal at a level that even with them coming thinking, oh, this is Vegas, okay, that they could get this healing from this evidence that you know, maybe they didn't know what to think of it when they got here. You know, watching Lorianne, Christopher, and Reginald do what they do, they're able to oftentimes in one conversation do what it takes a therapist months and even years to do. They can, like, they can, if sometimes people are carrying around something, whether like they're trying to get to the hospital to say goodbye to a grandparent and they get caught in traffic and then they, they, they live the rest of their life, you know, you know, just crushed about that they didn't have that moment. Did my grandmother know I was on my way? And to watch them in one conversation give somebody peace. And that happens throughout this entire room, through the entire brunch. And it's really special to watch. It's incredible. And Lorianne touched upon it. It's like a lot of times you go to these psychic medium shows and you're one of 3,000 people. You don't get read and you don't get fed. At our show, both happen. Well, and, and I've never heard of the, the, the marriage of brunch and 
psychic medium readings. Where where did this idea, this concept, come from? How did it originate? You know, it's a, that's a great question, and, and so. If you think of the memories that you have with family that's no longer around or your closest friends, a lot of times those memories are in the kitchen. They're at a restaurant. They involve food. They're at holidays, right? So if we're going to do this and we're going to bring people together with the ones that they love the most that they can't see anymore, let's do it over food. And who doesn't love brunch? Lori loves pan- You like pancakes? I love pancakes. I love pancakes. You guys love pancakes. Everybody loves love mimosas. Mimosas, bacon, let's just have a good time and let's connect people with what they, and, and put around them what they love the most. Right. It's, like, it's like connecting your loved ones over the dinner, the dining table is what it is. I mean, where does everybody eat in your home? Around the kitchen table, right? Anytime you have a party at your house, it's around the kitchen table. So what a better concept other than let's give them food, some mimosas, and let's gather with all of our family members around our table, brunch by an angel's table. And Lorianne, you you mentioned that it all comes down to how open people are to the experience. Do you think bottomless mimosas are going to help people be a little more open? Absolutely. Absolutely, I feel that will help. I mean, think about it. It will help them relax. When you get there and you're experiencing something like this, you come to one of these, you're very, very hopeful that you will be the one that gets that reading. Okay, so I imagine with the food and the, it's comfort, is it not? It's comfort. So you're going to be able to eat and drink your mimosas and you're going to be comfortable. And the music, tell them about the music. You know? Oh, I, Rob Lewis. Yeah. We have Rob Lewis behind us and in, with the music. And so it's, it's a whole show. It's not just, you know, just psychic standing on a stage and, and looking for someone to read. This is an entire experience between your, your brunch, your mimosas, your mediums, your music. It's an entire show, it's a Vegas show. So come in. That is so cool. I love this. I mean, I feel like we've lived here a very long time, and I don't feel like we've ever heard anything like this. So this is a brand new experience, and I love that. What do you say to the skeptics? I'm sure you get it. But there's also, if you're going to buy a ticket and you're going to go, you may be a little skeptical, but you're there for a reason, don't you think? Absolutely. I would tell them to come with their hearts and their minds wide open, because love is what makes this work. It's not the medium. Love is the connection between those in the spirit world and those who want to join this show. And we need your openness to come in and be able to connect with your loved ones. They're com- they can come anyway, but it's a heck of a lot easier if you, you come with an open mind and open heart. I always say, you know, there's a rainbow between your loved one's heart, who's in the spirit world, and yours. And we just get to read the musical notes on the rainbow. Yeah. And Shane, have you ever witnessed anything that you're like, this person wasn't a believer and now they are at one of their... That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Is that, And that's why I wanted to do this show. I'm a television producer, and I've seen some of the best psychic mediums connect people, and that's really, really exciting. And these three are incredible. And when they talk to someone who didn't believe, and then all of a sudden there's no denying that there's information, that there could, there's no possible way they could have. It's just... It never gets old for me. I can watch it all day long, and that's why we're here, because it just, everybody is going to get a chance to see that. We've been in TV a long time, too, and we always say that's good TV, right? It's great TV. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Shane, do you think that um, bringing this show to Las Vegas, is it creating a little bit of a a brunch turf war with the drag queens? You know, it might be. And you know, the thing is, it's like if you want to see drag queens lip sync the same song a hundred times, then you go see it. But if you want to see the beauty about this show is that it's new every time. We're not doing the same jokes and the, and the same lip syncing. 
every time it's a new show and that's what's so special so if you're local and you want to and you have family coming to visit take them here every time because the spirits that come and visit are different because of the audience is different so you have to come check it out and I know you guys have shows this weekend. You've got some in December and January. If it goes over well, people are loving it. Is this something that could extend? A hundred percent. We, You know, it's funny. We have to show Vegas that we belong here. You know, the psychic mediums already know we're staying. So, like, so because when I first called Lorianne, she's like, we're not going anywhere. And, and it's just like, so now we need everybody else to catch up and understand that. And that's what's going to happen. Well, we appreciate it. We can't wait to sit down and experience the environment of dining with the departed. Yeah, I love it. Love the slogan. Some of your loved ones may come through. Let's hope they they do for you. Definitely. Thank you guys so much. We look forward to it. Future dates for Brunch by an Angel, December 10th and 11th, and then January 14th and 15th. So it sounds like... It's definitely a once-in-a-lifetime experience. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And people love medium readings mm-hmm. and all that. So I, I think that's it's unique, and, and people will really enjoy it. Yeah, something different. We always like you know folks coming up with different ideas for Vegas. Vegas should be a place that you go and experience something that you've never experienced before. And it is certainly <laughs> the place to do that. Brunched by an angel. Let's get to some tips. <laughs> Okay, Sean, a lot of people have been waiting for this one, a popular restaurant that's been in Vegas for a very long time and is known for celebrity sightings and known for being on those lists, the top lists of best places to eat in Las Vegas, restaurants that people talk about, restaurants with the great food. I think it's been on food shows. We're talking about Lotus of Siam. Yeah, James Beard award-winning restaurant, which is like the Oscars Academy Awards of the food world. Right, right. I mean, this is someplace that people love to go to when they visit Las Vegas and also locals like to go to. And we had talked about that it was going to Red Rock Resort and Casino and it's officially open. So this is a big tip. If you want to check out Lotus of Siam, a great Thai restaurant, it is officially open. Now, I went to the opening, and you can go to our Instagram, our Vegas Revealed Instagram. We'll probably put some stuff on our Twitter, too. And we have video inside that showcases the beautiful restaurant and all the food that they have to offer. Yeah, it looks beautiful, and I think that's definitely going to become one of the go-to spots over at Red Rock, and really all on the west side of the Las Vegas Valley. Uh, And also be sure to check our Instagram for a place I just popped into. (laughs) It is the Bad Elf Pop-Up Bar over at the Silverton Hotel and Casino, and this is uh, south as you're, if you're coming into Las Vegas from... Southern California, or if you're coming up to 15, you hit the Silverton uh, before you get to the main resort corridor. And they have this lounge called Shady Grove Lounge that at Christmas time transforms into a naughty version <laughs> of a holiday bar. <laughs> I love how they call it. It's home to all rebels without a clause. <laughs> <laughs> it's very clever. Very clever. It is. It is. I mean, this place looked cool. I couldn't make it, and you went over there, and boy, 
the decorations and the video that we have up on our Instagram. I was looking, I was like, I need to head down. It definitely looks like a fun place. You guys had fun, right? Oh, so much fun. And they have this uh, Airstream trailer that's all decked out in its snow-covered trees and elves. Santa and his reindeer are up on the roof. So, I mean, they have they have the holiday spirit nailed. And of course they have uh, great cocktails and holiday fare. So um, go to our Instagram, check out uh, the experience over at Bad Elf Pop-Up Bar over at the Silverton. Yeah. And if you're looking to do something different around the holidays, this is definitely a place you want to hit. And I was looking at the cocktail menu, uh, the full menu, Sean, and I was looking at the names and I love it. They got the Grinch Shot. The Naughty Butter Beer, which is vanilla vodka, butterscotch, and root beer garnished with whipped cream and sugar crystals. That sounds delicious and so different. I've never heard anything like that. I love the root beer part. I think that's so cool with vanilla vodka. I love it. So uh, spicy apple cider. They got a candy cane, a poinsettia, which is champagne with a splash of cranberry juice. So check it out. If you love your cocktails and you want to really get festive, go over there. And uh, Bad Elf is going to be popped up over at the Silverton through January 2nd. Perfect. Hey, listen, download the Vegas Near Me app. It is now available. You got to have iOS 16, but it's got everything Las Vegas in there. And you know, I love to talk about how accurate the hours are on all the things because I'm always running around town and I feel like I hate pulling in someplace that I think is open and then it's closed. It's so frustrating, but they've been working around the clock for a very long time to get all the hours precise. You can book an Uber in there. You can find attractions. You can find restaurants, hotels. You can book travel and you can find parking too, which is great. So you know ahead of time, is it going to cost you? Where should I park? Should I go to the garage? Should I valet? Kind of map it out for you. And by the way, uh, Las Vegas locals, if you look in the parking section on the Vegas Near Me app, they let you know how long at each property locals get to park for free. Ooh, I like Whether that. it's one hour, two hours, three hours. Um, so that information, they also take pride in getting <laughs> all of that as current as possibly can too. Right. I love that. I love that. Listen, that's a podcast, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next. Well, you'll hear, I always say we'll see you. Yeah, it's well, just, I'll, I'll see you. You'll see me. I'll see you. But they'll hear us. <laughs> we'll all be together again next week. Next week. Have a good one. Oh, drive on through the night. All through the night. The desert sky.